Okay, I'm going to click the add again. I don't know if this is working here. Yep, you did call. Good evening. Oh, there we go. Okay. Hey, I did it that time, Paul. <laughs> hey, you're a genius. I know. I pressed the button that said do, do, we, do the thing. Do we have a, do we have a guest? Yes, Stephen McCandless is online. Yes, he, he's here listening to Alex Jones. He's pausing Alex Jones for us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mr. Hidalgo, nice to meet you. Yes, sir. You. Nice to meet you too, sir. Yeah. So, welcome uh, to our terrible show. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephen has just a little, you have like twenty minutes. You said something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, I described you today uh, as what was a phrase I used, uh, wonderfully downbeat. When I was oh, describing well, <laughs> you, justify to Paul. your existence. <laughs> um, and it's it's <clears throat> it's a shame that we have a guest on who's really like. Uh, into political discussions when nothing of note has happened in the world this week. Um, no. It's a shame. Are, wait, 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 Stephen, are you uh, 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 are you a can, can, Canadian? No, he's in Seattle. Oh, I don't know. No, no. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm a I'm as American as they as they come. So you, which means you are as, you are as hurt as I am. <laughs> yes, I've I've I've, for, I've I've been in America long enough that I forget who my ancestors killed to make room. Yeah. <laughs> He's so hurt by the he runs a theater. So that's just the context. Of- oh my god, you must be dying then. <laughs> yeah. I uh I, I'm not saying I live in a bubble, but I do know more than a couple people who have gone to a Buddhist cl- a Buddhist clown school in France. Holy moly. Yeah. In fact, I know people like that as well because I, I actually be- I actually know a couple of people who've gone to like clown classes, but not mm-hmm. um not not that far. Just, just you know, someone in Toronto putting on a class or whatever. Not. Yeah. I'm trained, clown. I'm trained. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> a, a, a little bit. A little bit. How how could you not know know that about your co-host? Seriously. Uh, you know, it never comes up. We never talk about the the theater stuff. We did a little. We did a Shakespeare it's, one time. We talked a little about Shakespeare. Talk, I feel like we talked like, about it a couple times. I feel like we talked about it a couple times. <laughs> It's not yeah, marriage counseling, Paul. We don't need it. Like, Stephen's not our counselor I, here. I, I really kind of feel like I am. Yeah. Brian hates Shakespeare. He hates lyrics. I no 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 no. I like Shakespeare. Maddie hates Shakespeare. Oh wait, my Maddie wife hates Shakespeare. My wife hates Shakespeare. I don't hate lyrics. I just think they are unnecessary to the enjoyment of the song. Um, uh-huh. That's that's a different distinction. Um, for example, uh, some lyrics I find quite nice lately are uh, the. Uh, Hurt, the Johnny Cash cover of, the, I think, the Nine Inch Nails song. Hurt seems appropriate to the nation right now. How do you guys know each other? I was just going to say, uh, we met in 2007 in Ontario, California uh, at a podcast expo. Oh, the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. expo. And we actually, we, we did, I, I, I don't know if it would ever come up, because you, Paul, you've had uh, a couple podcasts before. Uh, for this one, uh, Stephen and I were part of a podcast for a few episodes. Oh, I didn't know that. Called, I know, I know. Uh, called Boat to the Moon, which was a sort of meta, right? It was kind of about it was podcasting. Meta. Yeah, a little early for that. I, but... I, I didn't know. I didn't know you were married no. before this, Brian. I'm a little... <laughs> like, how did again? How did this not come up? I feel. What else? Don't well, I, about you. I, I met a couple of nice people at the podcast expo. And we we're like, let's do a show. Um, and uh, and with Chris and Ad. And there you go. There's a logo I did for it. Yeah, it's in the chat. And uh, Julie, was Phoebe part of it, or was it just Julie? I think occasionally, but it was basically yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris Haddad, yourself, myself, and Julie Damon. 
Yeah, and there was, uh, I think, fairly early on, there were some creative differences as to what kind of focus the show should have, if I recall correctly. No. Uh, I don't. A little bit. I mean, nothing huge. Nothing like right. relationship ending. Just, you know, like, eh, I'm just going to, um, you know. And Unlike then, this uh, show, I which think... is laser-focused on its topic. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, the show is called Thinkery. And what are we, 22, 23? <clears throat> this would be right? 23. And actually, I wanted to ask you something. And I don't want to take up too much of Stephen's time, dude, housekeeping. No, but... Um, it seems to me that since I've only just got started on editing the previous episode today, it's the first time I've had a chance. Yeah. Um, perhaps I will edit and have this one published first when we're doing right now because sure. of the timeliness, because the previous episode, we're just talking about like Batman. That's true. So that's that can true. go Also in the previous episode, will probably not take you, or this one will take you less time because I have a pop filter. And so you won't be swearing at me as much. For, yes, uh, the pop filter is, is going to save everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so I sort of standing offer for Stephen to, to uh, appear on the show. Yeah. Because uh, he's you're a very thoughtful guy, Stephen. And, oh, and it seems, you know, this sort of. Um, that's sweet of you to say. Appro appropriate to the mood of the nation, I guess, <laughs> your temperament right now. Um, so it's, it's, it's appropriate that you would have today said, hey, are you guys recording tonight? Um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, for context, for context, it's Thursday, November 10, as we record this. Obviously, uh, uh, it's hard to even say President-elect Trump, but oh, Jesus, I know it's like, when do the Cylons come in and attack now that, you know, like Baltar became president and then the Cylons yeah. came up, took over. I don't know. It was such a bad night. You it know, was really it was bad. it was like, uh, you know, and, and it started bad, too, because not because of Trump, per se, but uh, perhaps those vibrations were in the air. But uh, my kids were like particularly shitty that night. Uh, <laughs> dinner went really badly. There were lots of tantrums like every, just everything was going badly. We're like, well, at least at least we're going to have election night. And, you know, no what happens by the end of the night, you know, 11 o'clock, yeah. they're going to call California and it's going to be done. Right. And hooray, hooray. Even the even the conservative estimates that 538 ended off with are going to be correct. And uh -huh. it's going to just as long as yep. it's by one electoral vote, who gives a shit? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And I just got yeah. sicker and sicker. And sicker. <laughs> and then, like, what happened? Then really started to, to make me feel weird. And okay, so, you know, you had the place where it's like, Virginia's close? What? Virginia's close? And then, uh, you know, I didn't, I wasn't surprised we lost Florida. I wasn't surprised we lost, we were losing Ohio. It was all, you know, to be expected. Oh, a lot of close states, a lot of close states, whatever. Okay, it'll, mm -hmm. it'll, it'll all come in. And then Michigan got weird. And then Wisconsin got weird. And it was just like, at that point, you know, I could feel my brain. Uh, at full power, just going like, okay, well, I can see where these votes are going to come in from this sector, and the votes are going to come in, and, and I'm sure that there's a way through, and we can you know, wiggle through here. And and at one point, some part of my, some lobe in my brain just said, no, stop, it's over, it's it's done. This is really going to happen. And uh, uh, yeah, we went to bed long before it was called. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch that much of it just because I was like, yeah, it's probably okay. <laughs> and then I woke up. My I woke up before my alarm, so I was like, I wasn't sure what time it was, and I checked, and it was like ten to four. And I was just <laughs> like, and I just I looked at the phone, and then they had like, you know, the couple news apps I had each had like three alerts, like Donald Trump, Donald Trump. And I was like, I was, Bleh? and I was like, I was just checking the time. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go back to sleep until you know my alarm. And I was like, well, I'm not going back to sleep now. I can't. That's the damnedest fucking thing. <laughs> like, it was, uh, you know. I also I'm pretty sure I could hear from the, the this country. Everyone uh, swearing, uh, yelling at 
uh, fucking Gary Johnson uh, at various points in the evening. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Jill Stein the next morning released a, a video about instant runoff voting and how she was in favor of it. And it was just, it's just so uh, such a bitter cherry to put on top. Oh my god! <laughs> now, see, I I'm enthusiastically excited about instant runoff voting. I used to work for an organization that promoted it, and uh, and in fact, it passed here in Maine uh, on election day. Right. And that and so on that point, I absolutely agree with her. But it's like, right? Now you're bad timing. Now you're talking about this. Now, why didn't you the day the fuck after, out of the way? The day after. So you, she just had that in the can, but she decided to do it anyway. Oh my god! <laughs> like, well, fuck it. She's not going to be president. She's no hope of that. There's not. What's it going to ruin for her? It's not going to ruin anything for her. <laughs> oh, Jesus ruined everything for everyone else. Oh god! Well, no, she. Oh, god, she wasn't pain. popular. She wasn't popular enough to ruin anything. Oh, they saw someone share. Oh no, no, there are plenty um, of votes that went. She. There are plenty of places where. Uh, the, I don't know if it was just her. Certainly, the votes for uh, her and Johnson well over. Were well, well bigger than the margin of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, no, certainly, yeah, yeah, no, there's several true. states. But yeah. I saw I, someone, someone posted a picture of her, like when, I think it was it was meant to be one of her f- pictures, like the campaign thing. So it had her logo on the bottom. It was a picture of Nelson, Nelson Mandela. The quote, something like, um, "Your your actions should support your hopes, not or reflect your hopes, not your fears." And it was like, you know, that sort of like I knew Nelson Mandela, and you sir, I know Nelson Mandela, <laughs> kind of, you know, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't really think you can pull that off. <laughs> but what did you guys do, man, to the world? You guys just screwed up okay. the world. I mean, you two, so, you two, I know were on the right side of that, but I assume both of you were. But mm-hmm. well, I mean, so let's let's so we're talking about the world. So let's not. We're not going to worry about like gay marriage or access to abortions for like 80 percent of the of the country and the fraction who could pay for itself we're not going to worry about rolling back obamacare we're not going to worry about competition across state lines or uh pre-existing conditions uh we're not going to worry about um opening up all federal land including places like the grand canyon geranium mining and other exploration we're not going to worry about uh, rolling back all the environmental protections uh, we're not going to uh our, oh, Talk about rolling back uh, immigration reform that was attempted to be imposed uh, through uh, as a last ditch effort by Obama uh, as a uh, executive order, as opposed to anything he could get through Congress because they blocked him. And and we're not going to worry about like the Keystone XL or the Dakota pipelines, which will now uh, go ahead. We're going to put all that aside, just off the top of my head, and we're going to talk about. Um, backing out of the Paris uh, climate change accords. We're going to talk about um, uh, tearing up the Iran nuclear deal. And we're going to talk about a 45% tariff um, slash kickoff of the trade war with China. Those are the 100-day goals for the Trump administration. You read that? Yeah, it was really really quite quite something as as just a kind of a... For one thing, uh, stylistically, this document Uh of his... Of the hundred day plan, first of all, it looked like it was written by a fifth grader. Uh, it like it had like really sh- like lots of very like one syllable words and stuff, you know. And it was written in a weird kind of syntax. It sounded like it was kind of being shouted off the top of somebody's head. So that's uh-huh. just like stylistically. Um, but God, it in some places it wasn't as scary as I thought. 
and and some of it just sounded like, well, that's not going to happen. And I don't remember which which ones those were. There seemed to be a lot of that. But a lot of it, you know, it. I think the psychological effect was just kind of befuddling. It was like, no, I would say bewilderment is is the is the is the word because I felt kind of confused and disoriented by it. Like, how? What does all that mean? And I, I felt like I was bouncing back and forth between ideologies as I read you know, bullet point by bullet point. And I, it, I couldn't get a, a cohesive view of, of, of what the, of, of what, what this administration was going to mean. I, I don't know, uh, but it, well, it was very, it was very disorienting. Well, if, 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 if I think I, <clears throat> I felt like I had to come up with uh, an idea for you guys, um, oh. <laughs> you know, and, and it's, I think, so, Instead of talking about what I think is going to happen, because um, I was surprised, which means I'm an idiot. Um, that's not the problem, because I've been an idiot for a really long time now, and it's yeah, really idiot over here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like sure. was, it's only caused problems for me. <laughs> you know, a couple people I was late to dinner. That's fine. You know, whatever. But it's pretty limited in scope. Right, right. The, the blast the, radius is, is minor. Yeah. Now this, however. That I think the, the the salient point, and and this is this is pretty important. So there's echoes of this to the 2008 housing crisis, where everyone had models, everyone had had scaled this up. What they hadn't accounted for was basically being wrong about all their inputs to their models. Mm -hmm, what, we, mm -hmm. what we saw on Tuesday was a bunch of really, really, really smart people being totally wrong about their inputs. Yeah. So. So, and, and why that's important is because everybody knows that now. So, and why that is freaky is because we literally don't know what's going to happen. Every election before this, no matter who won or who lost, we had establishment people following their models, mm -hmm. which had grown up in parallel in this ecosystem of point counterpoint where anybody has friends and enemies list, and we, it's, it's, it, it worked. That's why when you know, Bush gets elected, it's bad, but it's, you know, it's survivable and people aren't necessarily you know, to the point where they're willing to like, set things on fire. What's important now is that he, and I, I told Brian this before, we don't have a name for what the Republican Party is now. Because it's 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 not what we thought it was, and no, it's not what yeah. they thought it was. And the problem is, is that we have simultaneously this hundred day, you know, traditional sort of honeymoon period where literally, like, what he get, what he kicks off in the next, th you know, three months after inauguration is basically his entire first term. It sets, sets the tone. Yep. Um, we have a contract on America because, duh, Newt Gingrich is one of his advisors. That's what Newt Gingrich did when he was calling the shots. And he put out a contract for America. And it was a lot of the same BS. And Newt Gingrich at the time was the bomb thrower. And I can't believe I have to remember Newt Gingrich now. But yes, this was the guy who was getting blowjobs in cars while he was prosecuting Clinton for infidelity and destroying his third or fourth marriage because all these guys are such good Christians. And now he may <laughs> well be our secretary of state. Yes. And yeah. The problem is in two years we have midterms and no Republican knows what the country is anymore or has any sense that they have a handle on the electorate, electorate and Donald Trump is wrong. No one is going to push back on this guy. 
because nobody right. knows what's true anymore. That's true. Mm-hmm. And I also think, I mean, the evidence for that is from his his presidential run, right? So um, yeah. there were a handful of Republicans who were willing to, if not entirely rebuke him, were at least, you know, showing some resistance. Like they dragged their nails on the ground as they were being dragged in some direction right. or other. But but the vast majority still rolled over for him, right? So yeah. now that he's actually, and this is back now, this is back when very few people actually thought he could possibly win and they were rolling over for him. So now that he's president, the the whole, I think the whole thing is going to just lay down and show its belly for him. I mean, there's just no, there's, there's no other that's what worries. He, and, he, yeah. and he Democrats saved the Senate. He saved the Senate. He got, got them houses, yeah. the seats in the house. Yeah. He sewed them yep. up. Yeah. And so, uh, when Democrats have a terrible record of showing up for midterm elections. Um, if, if congressional elections aren't happening in a presidential cycle, then we we are not paying att- enough attention. And the only real exception to this in the past 20 years is, uh, is 2006. Um, so I hope that we're awake now for, for 2018, but uh, they didn't show up for the presidential election either. That's the, the frightening part about this, is that our side didn't turn out. Uh, yeah, you know, she got like five million fewer votes than Obama did, and he got a million votes fewer than Romney did. Yeah, that's interesting. The narrative is like, oh, this is groundswell. All all the middle America came out for him. It's like, no, they didn't. No, it was a like, ground didn't. Shrink, if anything. It yeah, was a, people, everyone. Yeah, seated. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, hey, idiots who are like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's like, I don't know. I mean, he'll probably lose interest in a bunch of the things, <sighs> except for the staff know. will probably push I, I, it. In but. my, you know, I don't have very wide circles obviously i try not to leave the house if i can help it but there was nobody <laughs> i knew that was not gonna vote right i mean mm, I, yeah. I, not a single human being i knew who didn't understand how grave the stakes were and you know if it was maybe like a distant rel- relation who was a trump supporter or something then they were definitely gonna vote too right so i don't understand who these people are that were in these various you know midwestern and rust belt states who who thought I'm not I'm not showing up today. Now I know a lot of that in some of these states was voter suppression because uh, black turnout was down in a lot of these states controlled by uh, Republican governors and Republican state houses. So North Carolina, I would bet Michigan is also part of that because Rick Snyder is a is a fucking villain. Um, yes. So uh, there there's you know I'm sure that has something to 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 do with it, but I don't think it can explain the entire swath. Of of the of that whole region where folks just no, but, turning up, but you guys, it, it's it, it's like you know, it's it's cool because the the neo Nazis who didn't want the woman to be president, if if the uh, atheist communist Jew had run, this wouldn't be a problem. Oh God, um, I've seen so many people saying that like the last couple but days. It's, you it's know, like, but oh, Sanders say, had it's run. It's making me question uh, the, my whole premise. Now Brian knows that I have been. Uh, absolutist in my position that Sanders would have been a much worse candidate than Clinton. Um, I think so. Yeah. I've, I've been very strong on that point. And now this is making me question everything I thought I knew. Uh, um, because he does have populist bent. He did get young people excited where Hillary clearly did not. Um, no, I, go ahead. It, no, I was just going to say like, yeah, I mean, there, there's a difference there. And some people think, well, he did much better with white people and like in Michigan than Clinton did. But like Clinton kind of, if I recall, she cleaned his clock with non-white voters. Yes. Um, and so there probably would have been some at least evening out um, if he had actually made yeah. it to the general 
uh, I, I'm assuming. Yeah, I, I just mean, don't know, you know what to think anymore. You know, like uh, it's I mean, it's it's pointless, right? Because there's no way to know. But well, I think I think ultimately, like the two things I mean, I hate the number of like, here's the one reason why, you know, Trump won or why Clinton lost or like those kind of here's the one problem to address. And it's like there's many of them. But that said, two, two, two things. One, the Electoral College. Um, and two, how effective a sustained propaganda smear campaign can be over the course of years. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I, I couldn't possibly count the number of people who are even like liberals in like in the states who I would interact with who were like just and even like in the media and everyone just casually saying like, well, you know, well, we know Clinton is a piece of shit, but Trump is worse like that. Like that it yeah. wasn't even challenge in most cases. Yeah. Like, no, she isn't. You <laughs> no, know, like, but she did this and this and this and this and this. Um, and oh my God, did you guys, I assume you guys watched the speech she gave, yep. um, yesterday, right? God. Did, did either of you cry? I totally got choked so up. I didn't cry. You, you're crying. I'm not crying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. We all didn't not cry. Um, I was, that was like, I was, I was so, uh, I was bowled over by the absolute magnanimity that she was showing um, oh. I could not believe it. Um, Your country hey, can doesn't you deserve her. Bill, we don't deserve her. Bill Clinton <laughs> really was sitting, was off just off to her, you know, audience left, right? Bill mm -hmm. Clinton's face was puffy and red. Yeah, Hillary was rock solid. I can't. She, wow. she was. Tied, she, man. She, she was a beast. She was. She was the last episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, where he's like, "It's okay, you're gonna go out," and like, it's just that, like, the, I, I can't possibly quote it, but like, there's this sweet thing where he's just like, "I'm only worried about you." She was like a mother in a movie where she's dying, yeah. and she's on her deathbed, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "But did you get your homework done? Because that's really important." Yeah, and it's like, "You're dying, mom." It's like, "It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Let me just worry about you for a moment." And it was just, oh, like, I just wanted to hug her. <laughs> oh God, it was like uh, it's such a staggering like performance i mean she seemed to believe it but like still in the does. face of that she, she got does. choked up during it when she's like you know it hurts and everything and then obama giving such a nice you know we basically both of them saying we have to be better than them <laughs> um yeah and it almost feels uh i'm i'm of, of two minds on the obama attitude i understand he's doing what he has to do but uh this and i know they go low you go high i get it i get it i get it but and this is not well, a man who was good to uh, not not good to Obama that he was that he completely dehumanized him uh, to an yeah. extent that it, w it was not the same as like a transition from from Bush to Obama where like no, it was no, all no. about the the disagreement of policy it was all about like I think you have done the wrong thing as opposed to mm -hmm. I think you are a monster I I can't well, imagine that Obama doesn't realize that Trump didn't mean any of it no, he and does. He was just no, angry. The, no, no, no. He's he's not confused, but that's his approach, and that's what hobbled like the argument. No, I just hobbled. mean he. I I mean he he will he will take a position because it suits the moment of the argument. It doesn't necessarily reflect like a view that he actually has. Right, right, and that's our best hope for a president Trump. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like, no, I was just saying shit. Well, it's. Yeah, that no. See, I don't. I don't know if that's true. I think. I think. I hope it's I, true. I, I think his. I think he has essentially a mercantile soul. So mm -hmm. when we, the, and part of the confusion, and I, and I actually wrote about this during, you know, during uh, those heady days of yore, when, <laughs> when he's sitting there and he's just kind of waving his hands about nuclear proliferation, when he's just kind of shrugging about NATO, when he floats the idea that the United States is going to, like, you know, uh, not 
fully pay back the you know dollar for dollar or the the national debt when, that we're gonna... when he was basically repeatedly quoting my fake autobiography of him yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. just reading aloud whole sections <laughs> and and it doesn't make sense to, why i can just end the sentence there it doesn't make sense none of it <laughs> none of it makes sense except is it, this a guy just who just who doesn't care his only concern is coming out ahead and he's sticking out an opening bargaining position that's as far to his advantage as he can imagine. So he's saying, you know what? You're going to have to pay up if we're going to observe Article, honor Article 5 of, of, the, of NATO, of the, uh, of the treaty. Um, you know what? Hey, uh, you want to argue with me, China? Uh, I'm okay with South Korea having nukes and Japan having nukes. I'm, I'm okay with all of it. This thing that you thought you had me over, this barrel where I didn't want the world to go up in flames. You know what? That's negotiable. I'm willing to consider the world in flames option. So you want, I can afford a panic room. That's my, uh, that's my opening bid. That yeah. you know, fire everywhere. So what do you got? Mm -hmm. You're gonna you're gonna move a little, because well, I'm, I'm down with the fire option. <laughs> well, the, the 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 hope, or I guess the well the whatever is that now like he he could step away from ignoring the movement he spurred I guess or tap no. to do or whatever. But he no. he can ignore he could step no. away from the racist no. rhetoric no. because what what do you think? no because it does he doesn't need it anymore I'm, right like I'm he's sorry, what doesn't he need. The, the racist Con rhetoric anymore. Constant affirmation of crowds. No, no, but he, no, but, but what he can do though, he, but, <laughs> but that's what I mean is he doesn't, he's just, he's a car, used car salesman who doesn't matter what the car in front of him is, in front of him is, he will just say it's the perfect car for you. And you move to the next car, then that's the perfect car for you. So now he can just take, try to take credit for all of Obama's stuff right. and, and say like, oh, we're deporting immigrants already, or we don't need to do this thing because guess what? It's already awesome. You and then he could just, I'm sorry. Well, he he he, he, he he controls the House and the Senate yeah. and the presidency. They don't mm -hmm. think they have a leg to stand on. And what they're worried about is 2020, because if they screw up big enough, we're going to have a presidential election and we're going to have it on the same year that we redistrict. And that's what they don't want. They want, they fear the backlash because 2018 and 2020 is when the Democrats and the United States and in general, as historical trends, votes the other party into power in the House and Senate to counterbalance yeah. the president. And that's what happened to, to Obama. He had two years where he controlled everything. And then we're like, fuck it. We're, we don't care how well you've got us out of the crash. We're just going to screw up your life. Mm -hmm. So they have to forestall that because they want to control everything on 2020. So we can't roll back all the gerrymandering that they did to get mm -hmm. them to, to get themselves to all these electoral college wins. So the stakes are stupid high and oh yeah and you combine that I just, with no one thinking that they can push back on him because they don't know who the voters are now yeah no i just mean that like trump personally i don't think he cares because as long as he people are going to cheer for him that's sufficient for him i think the, the greater danger is his staff and and the institution behind him that actually like if, if um if one of the other gop candidates had made it it'd be more worrisome because they actually believe it Trump just kind of mm. like whatever. Um, so you know, like he, Pence would be a much more dangerous president in that sense. Well, um, you 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 heard the rumor that Pence was actually offered domestic policy into a large degree foreign policy in exchange for. I, yeah, I've, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Trump also Attorney General Giuliani. Yeah. And so, so. Uh, Chief of Staff Bannon. 
So you have this showboat who has an empty soul, who thrives on mm. adulation and pursues grudges to the point where he's like, you know, waking up 3 a.m. and Twitter tweeting from the toilet. And, and already talking about his enemies list. Yeah, they're actually. already yeah. talking about his enemies <laughs> list. And you have the fact that he came into power and and actually did what he said he'd do, which is not owe anybody. He has some he owes Sheldon Adelstein some favors. He, but but it, basically he doesn't owe any of the existing power structures. The, outside of Russia. Outside, yes, outside of Russia, which is <laughs> a small comfort. But I mean yeah, yeah. makes his first charitable donation to WikiLeaks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that a is that a joke or is that actually a thing? No, 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 it's a joke. Joke. Oh, okay. I don't know. There are no rules anymore, Paul. No, no, there, could have been, there are no rules. It could have been true. So it's uh, it's 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 important to know that you don't know. And I think it's really sort of tantalizing to 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 realize this the degree to which, as I said, all of our existing models are done. If Jeb had won. It was going to be Bush three, essentially, right? Mm. And we're going to have that, like, all those same old fucking neocon bastards were going to march right back into their seats and sit down, and we're going to pick up right where they left off. This guy has nothing but lunatics who stuck with him through his campaign when everyone was peeling off. Anyone with options, anyone was like, no one stuck with him. That's why all his spokespeople are such stone freaks mm-hmm. where these gibbering idiots are just sitting there contradicting themselves and staring into the camera like, like it's a gun sight, like a barrel they're looking down. I mean, it's, it's nuts. And then he won. So Kellyanne Conway is sitting there and we're looking at her as being a press secretary or a chief of staff. And you're like, are you kidding me? Are you, she, she was this side just an inch away from being unemployable four or five months ago. And now uh, he, you know, he, he, Alex Jones, he got peered mm, on Alex Jones. Yeah. He loves conspiracy theories. There's nothing normal about this. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it makes me, you know, and, and I, this has struck me today. I, I thought back to the time when Chris Christie dropped out of the race and he had that hostage video look on his face, you know, uh-huh. that everybody made fun of. And I, and now I think back to it, it's like, what did he know? What did he see that we were not seeing? To, to and and those folks who got on the train early who are not blithering idiots, you know. I mean, Chris Christie is an asshole. He's a bully. He's not an idiot. No. Uh, so he he saw something. Um, maybe mm-hmm. he just appreciated the uh, authoritarian bent of Trump or something. But maybe it's as simple as that. And it was just like something to hitch his wagon to. But. I don't know. I'm starting to think that there were people who got this. Like everybody's talking in the sense of like the media was wrong, the polls were wrong, the establishment was wrong, wrong, wrong right? And I think well, Trump was right. Trump yep. was right. Trump happened to be right, though. This doesn't mean that Trump no, was like had no. any special knowledge. So. No, no, no. I, I don't think I don't. I don't I'm not going to give him credit enough to know what he was doing. He's just an angry. Well, like, I he's, don't know. The, the, <laughs> no, but he's the Grandpa Simpson joke, angry man uh, yelling at clouds. It just so happens that people liked it. But I, I don't I don't think there's any it doesn't matter it right, doesn't, at the end of the it, day what it doesn't matter if he if he has an intellectual construct that makes him the perfect politician of the moment or if he's simply an ego that is shaped by Darwinian selection to be the perfect shaped charge against the hull of American democracy. It doesn't matter. It's, they're effectively the same thing yeah yeah well in previous episodes paul and i sort of wondered if if uh, trump was in some way inevitable 
as a sort of uh, sort of the flow of American history. Um, so maybe he was. No, I, as far as like, I, uh, I mean, like all the excesses that we that when we make fun of ourselves, when we make fun of mm -hmm. uh, United States culture about the you know the empire and decline that kind of stuff, um, the the bread and circuses. I mean, he's he's like he's the he's the apotheosis of that. He is the perfect representative of that. He's Walmart. But even America. in our parodies. Also. We never I don't think we ever really took entirely seriously the idea that uh, he could get to the place that that he got. I did think he could get the GOP nomination early on because I saw the GOP as as what it was. These angry white people who uh, 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 were were easily uh, aroused and had been um, uh, uh, f and they had been stoked that way since the Nixon era. You know, they, they've been they've been cultivated to to respond to someone like Trump. So I was I was prepared for that. But I, I I thought it would take like something like a nuclear attack or a terrorist attack or some sort of horrible event like that to have you know uh, actually allowed him to get toward the White House. I never took the pro the prospect of him actually winning a well, a regular election. Uh, as uh, as as someone who has not I don't live in Toronto, but it's like an hour and a bit away from me. Um, you know they they elected Rob Ford, which who I assume you both are mm -hmm. aware of. Yeah. Um, and so the idea of this rich person who who is a piece of like a rich trailer trash essentially um, that has appeal because the, he's one of the people. Never mind the fact that Rob Ford was also born in a wealthy family. He's always been quite uh, rich and everything. But the appeal because people are, most people are generally sort of short sighted idiots, and it's much easier to find comfort in the simplistic. Yeah, we're going to kick ass rather than oh, let's be a policy wonk and actually discuss the nuts and bolts. Um, which, you know, Clinton is that, uh, which is what's needed to be a leader, but it's not what people, you know, so it's, it's, it's not super surprising that, um, people find that comfortable. Like, I mean, studies bear that out, right? Sure, like the, the, sure. the more absolute you are, the more popular you are, uh, and the more like the pundits, the more absolute they are, the more high ranked they are, but the least accurate they are at the same time. But there's that, oh yeah, can we fix it? Yes, versus, well, we're going to work really hard and we're going to plan this. And it's like, no, I just want to hear yes. You didn't say yes, so you don't get my vote. Um, I, I think there's a strong element to that. Yeah. When I, uh, there was an interview on MSNBC on election night. Uh, and it was uh, some MSNBC reporter had been stuck into Michigan. He probably never thought he would matter while he was there, but he was there. Um, and uh, it was this crowd of people i don't know where they were maybe at a bar or something like that and uh he interviewed this woman who was a trump supporter she was probably about my age or so i'm not entirely sure she didn't seem to be you know particularly dumb or anything like that but uh so he's asking her you know why why do you support trump and and you know i don't have the transcript in front of me but uh the the answers were along the lines of well he's going to make america great again and and he would like press for well what do you mean by that well he's going to take us back to the parts where america was great and he's going to bring them back again and it was just refrain like rephrasing of the phrase mm -hmm. make america great again and that's when it hit me was that the bubble we're in is the idea that people are paying any more attention to the campaign than than the slogan yeah. uh that and and I don't even mean that as a as a slight against folks because people have fucking crazy busy lives and they're trying to just you know get through the day. So I'm not yeah not not on them for that for being low information. But I think we badly underestimate how low information they are. And so mm -hmm. when this when the when all they get is Hillary emails, 
uh, Trump fix it, Trump, and then Trump, Trump will fix it, it, or Trump talks dirty. Um, yeah. And if that's if that's all they know, but make America great again, and that's and they believe it, and it makes sense to them, and that's all they hear. Uh, that's enough. Yeah. And then you're done. Um, yeah. Which was a, a punch in the gut for me because you know uh, I I have this idealized vision of politics where I know that there's some people who you're never going to reach, but that there is an art to it. There is a poetry to it that can move souls, you know, and I feel like and in a way, Obama really did do that because there were lots of folks who voted for Obama in 08 and 12 who voted for Trump this time. Well, but and, and Obama kind of started with that, right? Like he just like yeah. the audacity of hope. And yes, we can. And and very right. much like he right. followed it up with stuff. But he was much more comfortable behind the mic than Clinton is. And it's just a public like, I mean, I guess you could probably reference um, what Kennedy Nixon, right, um, in their debates yeah, and sure. that kind of. That distinction. I mean, I want to be pretend like I know some stuff. But uh, yeah, but, but since Kennedy and Nixon, have, Hillary didn't have that sentence, right? Stronger together. No. Yeah, than anything I'm with her. Uh, yeah, Al Gore didn't have that. You know. Um, John oh, there's Trump one fun didn't have that. Yeah, and a fun sentence that came into existence uh, just a couple days ago, John uh, made entirely of nouns. Johnson natured Clinton. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. Um, and it's I'm true. proud of that one. But it's true. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I, let's take off soon. I just, um, sure. Yeah. Thank you guys for inviting me on. I hope I, oh, I hope I was uh, <clears throat> offered something for in, in return. Uh, yes. Uh, the, I think so. Looking at it, the it's I, I guess the engine. This, if I had to identify one, it would uh, it would be a central engine would be that of hypocrisy, where we've known for a long time that the conservatives in America fashion themselves as the party of personal accountability, and the lefties are uh, offer more of the nanny state, saying, "Okay, we're going to actually try to help you make your life better, and we're going to need some money to do that." Or we might actually end up helping somebody, you know, who lives next door to you, but we're generally going to try to have this social safety net. And at the same time, it's striking to me to listen to all these people in the Rust Belt talk about the manufacturing jobs. Okay. The manufacturing jobs didn't go away like a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. The Rust Belt has been that way for more than a generation now. Yeah. Yeah. And so I am now as a liberal confronted with people who just won't fucking move out of Michigan. They're just going to mm -hmm. sit there and wait for somebody asking to build a car. And if they don't, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to do Oxycontin. That's apparently the two things <laughs> it's, I'm going to build a, I'm going to build a Cadillac or I'm going to do Oxy. And the same, it's just straight, straight through to the, to um, Appalachia where the options are Oxy or coal mining. None of the coal mining jobs are coming back. Mm -hmm. Natural gas has kicked its ass. It's much cheaper. And it's just, it's, it's a price comparison now. We have natural gas and we have renewables and it's a race. And I don't, it, the, the, the lefties sit here and say, okay, we're going to try to make you better. And I feel like that's a functional disadvantage because we're suggesting that you have a role to fill here versus the conservative argument, which is the system is rigged and somebody's boot is on your neck and it's a brown foot and that's who we should go get. Mm -hmm. It's not your fault. Yeah. And, and I, it's just a disadvantage we couldn't overcome. 
And, mm -hmm. and it's a disadvantage we can't overcome because uh, the Republican Party has completely given itself over to that that idea, that fiction, right? And without any actual kind of seriousness of governing, like there's no right. there's, there's no desire to, to govern anymore, and they are now purely a destructive force, and they have been for maybe half a generation or so, entirely a destructive force along those lines. And the only party that wants to take that actually is interested in doing the governing of making the gears turn is the Democrats. So even if they are ideologically opposed on various things, there's nowhere else to go if you actually want to make things work. Yeah. So uh, what? Mitch McConnell, right? So Mitch McConnell, last time he ran for election, re-election, um, said he was uh, he was opposed to Obamacare and he was going to replace, repeal and replace it, but he was going to keep KYNECT, their, uh, their local exchange that only exists because of Obamacare. And everyone mocked him because these are two completely incompatible ideas. But he ran for it, he won. The problem is now, so you would, you, would, you watch people like Mitch McConnell because now there's no excuse for, repe for uh, repeal and replace. Um, and like every provision of Obamacare when someone asks them about it is very, very popular. There right. is no way to have universal co coverage without subsidies. Like this is basically, like you have socialized medicine or everyone in fucking Kentucky dies because they have pre-existing <laughs> conditions and they're poor. That's what and I wonder, are, are they just gonna let yeah. them all die? I mean, are, are they gonna just gonna let them all, let them all die? Look, look, die. God will provide. <laughs> no, we had, we had someone- No, I mean, that's- We had someone explicitly thing, explain how they're gonna let women die of ectopic pregnancies yeah. in hospitals now yeah. because abortions, again, makes God cry. So um, it, I don't know what to do with these people. I, I should, I have to yeah, bail. It, I just want to, I, I, two numbers for my bubble. I live, <laughs> I live in King County. I live in Seattle and King County in Washington state. King County voted at 79% north of 79% in this last election. Seattle, 82.7. Wow. And we didn't take it. That is not a lazy electric that's not turning out. And to, and in Seattle, in Seattle, 82.7, and and the streets were empty, and, and there was wailing. This is going to be ugly. Mm. Yeah, it's I. It's just mm. oh my god. Anyway, it's coming. Darkness and gentlemen. With that, I have to I have to book you. But thank you so much for the invitation. <laughs> on that up note, on that happy note, pleasure well, to have you for on, coming sir. on this show. <laughs> yes, uh, happy to have you on again. Anytime you want to bring us down. <laughs> <laughs> to offer a break from the uh from last time i listened to your podcast uh with a, a, a several minutes on scorpion eating had to a, bring gravity yeah to bring gravity uh, to the proceedings yeah i know aren't you aren't you curious as to why we're not more popular <laughs> i don't know very small yeah uh, from what i understand uh brian has moved out in the middle of nowhere in canada and wants to grow scorpions and roaches in his house and doesn't understand why Maybe the permits are so hard to get. Why? I, why I don't have more friends. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. A friend is a voice in his headphones uh, from uh, Maine. I I, re I have to say, I really hope this is an actual Skype call I'm having. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Thank you very much. All right. Talk to you later. See you later. Bye. Yeah, I was very much looking forward to this particular uh, recording um, uh, uh, for this for this very reason because uh, it's it's. You know, I can't really talk to uh, Jessica about the election right now. We talk a little bit about it, but it upsets yeah. her so much.
you know? Yeah. Um, whereas, I mean, I'm upset by it too, but I have to process it. I have to like say things out loud. Yeah. And go I'm, I'm, I'm upset to a certain extent, but I also realize that by dint of the fact that the sort of privilege of being in a, a stable area of the world. Yeah. And this probably actually is what helped Trump win in part too, because the people who like, who didn't turn out for Clinton, but turned out for Obama are like, well, nothing will happen because right. I live in a time of stability and prosperity. And I made the, as Moss Puppet, I, I wrote like, I get 4.30 in the morning on the, the Wednesday, I wrote like a 30 part. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. I, have to go back I know, it's it. a long thing about it. Um, uh, the, the, there's a, the criticism that people have of, of, of the sort of like the privilege of like the, the white privilege and, and stuff of yeah. like, you know, uh, of, of like the people who are voting for Trump. It's like, you guys are showing the same thing on a global scale. You're having the same blindness because you, you, you imagine that because you have lived in a time of plenty and prosperity and that wars happen elsewhere mm -hmm. and that strife. Ha I mean, you, you saw people get shot and people, you know, but, but I mean like America has never been war torn in a couple centuries. Right. Right. So that allows you to feel like, oh, no, it's fine. It's probably going to be fine. What's the consequence that's going to happen? Even now, I'm like, well, probably he probably won't follow through or try to follow through on most of his things. They've already removed the deportation of Muslims uh, from the Trump website. Yeah, which They've a lot of people think of like this weird hypocritical, hypocritical move. And I'm like, no, 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 that's fine. Take that out. That's it's good. fine. And I, I, I think, I, I, yeah, I think that a lot of the stuff he's just going to say, you know what? Um, turns out we don't need it. We already we, 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 we got it. And he'll just because Trump. He doesn't appreciate the severity of what he's doing, so he'll right. think it's sufficient right. as a salesman to just say, okay, let's talk about the new model. Yeah. And then people will be like, uh, wait, what about the thing that – wait, what? Um, but it also feels like you hear uh, people who are like um, schizophrenic and various other, other things where they have really life-saving uh, uh, medicine. And they're on it for long enough that they forget how it was before. Yep. And they feel like they don't need the medication. Or like anymore. the anti-vax people, they, right? The anti-vax people who have lived without, yeah. you know, all these horrible diseases for ages, and they think, oh, there must be something wrong with the vaccine because because you know, somebody told me on TV. Yeah. And and they don't understand what it's like to not have that. So, so you privilege enough to not have a sense of what the consequences are, and so it's like, oh, okay. I mean, the electoral vote in Johnson or whatever, but yeah, obviously millions of people who didn't vote. It's like you could have. I mean, he hasn't done anything yet, but they're already saying, oh, yeah, we're going to repeal Obamacare, and they have the clout to do it now. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, oh, hey, millions of people are going to— We should assume—I okay, cool, mean, let's... we should assume at least the, most of the worst, right? I mean, if and the thing that's—I mean, one of the scariest parts is the Supreme Court. He's going to put some kind of lunatic on there, and uh, and, and for generations we're going to be in this, you know, uh, spiral downward. Well— what? I was going to say, I'm sure it'll be fine, because the last time there was a president who, like Trump, probably doesn't actually care about being a president, it was Ronald Reagan, and there were no lasting uh, consequences. Yeah, but, you know, even okay, well, if you take that example, though, like the people that were surrounded that, that surrounded him were these very kind of buttoned-up yeah. establishment Republican types, right? It were people mm -hmm. like George H.W. Bush, you know, people along those lines, James Baker types, and, you know, the craziest one was Pat Buchanan, and that was before he was as crazy as he is now. Um but Trump is surrounded by complete sycophants, right? Uh, yeah. Like, like the people like Christian Giuliani and Gingrich and that, and, you, know, you know, they're talking about like uh, uh, Sheriff Arapaio from Arizona as like a Homeland Security Secretary, like th this virulently racist lunatic. Um, 
so I mean, like there's there's other characters like that. Ben Carson for education secretary. You know, th- this was that actually serious or was that a joke? No, that's a serious thing. Oh, and for so God's sake. I mean, we're we're talking about a, another level of lunacy now that is now going to be running the show. So you're going to have people who are smart and evil, like uh, mm-hmm. Gingrich, Bannon, and, oh, and Bannon, yeah. right? But but Gingrich yeah. too, right? Who are going to be able to very easily manipulate this guy? Um, yeah, and then that's, also yeah, that's, a lot of I mean stone cold lunatics also running other things. Yeah. That was the thing when I was planning the book. I didn't think about his cabinet. Like I think yeah. I made some jokes about it, but I didn't really think about it. But also at the time there was no he wasn't he he hadn't fallen in with the supremacists. And it's also hey yeah. if your election cycle was smaller maybe that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe that's just like well he's got to fill time. Uh, that was one of the the jokes I made. Well, not jokes as most was like he's got to fill time. It's just you know a twenty four hour news cycle. He's got to talk. He's got to keep talking. You yeah, know he needs yeah. new stuff all the time. Um, also uh, in Canada now we're having some of our conservative party people saying yay Trump. Yeah, and uh, there's one person, uh, fuck, Leach Kelly Leach or something, yeah. who's like, yeah, we we gotta get us some of that reform down here <laughs> up here in Canada. Uh, so don't do it, Canada. It's not not just your country, right? Like, I mean, that's the thing. It's like everyone's paying it. The whole world watched because fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and I was thinking (laughs) about this that it's like it's 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 part and parcel of a thing that's going on all around the world right now. These populist movements, and you got Brexit, and you got the backlash against Mm -hmm. Muslim immigrants all over Europe. And so it's not. I mean, this kind of attitude is not just happening here. And no, and it's so weird that it's in such a time of prosperity globally. Yes. Right. Maybe maybe it's because it is because you don't have to bind together, and, and so you lose the context of what the real yeah. stakes are. Maybe that's the whole thing. I think that's part of it. I think. It's, and now, here here's, I've I've just got a jumble of thoughts. I I this is yeah. But people, I mean, when when people listen to this episode of Thinkery, you know, a hundred years in the future, which they will, um, they'll be like, "Wow, you, shit, that was an accident." Yeah, you guys. Are, yeah, right. Like, where did we find <laughs> this shit? Burn it. Um, um, I thought we got rid of all this. So, um. What I keep, because I, I think a lot of my thought process is about, okay, why will it not be as bad as we're feeling right now? Because we're feeling like, oh, I don't want to, the first thing I can come up to mind right now, but we're feeling like it's like a 9-11 type tragedy type thing, right? That's what it feels yeah. like in a lot of ways, this kind of punch and, to, the, yeah. to the gut. And so I'm trying to think of ways where, it, and I think that's what my brain is doing, is trying to think of ways where it's not as bad. But I think I have hit upon one. Where maybe yeah. it's not as bad, um, where and we may have talked about something like this before, but a lot of the comparisons are to these other despotic, evil, uh, demagogic characters mm-hmm. in history. You know, from Hitler, yeah, but yeah. also like Milosevic and stuff like that. And and I feel like the difference is that these are guys with a grievance, like. Uh, just taking the most yeah. extreme example of Hitler, because there's a lot of parallels. I'm sorry, there are. There are there are parallels. Historic parallels and everything. Context parallels, but Hitler had a fucking grievance. Yeah. This guy uh, hated yeah. Jews so much. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think Trump hates Muslims. Exactly. Just, yes. I, Hitler I hated a, uh, what happened to Germany in general. He hated the fact that it lost the war. He hated the fact how they had to bow down to the other European powers. Um, he was someone uh, just cooking um, grievances mm. in his heart since he was a very young man. 
um, Trump has been babied and coddled and puffed up yeah. his entire life, and now he's gotten the ultimate puff up that people have patted him on the backs uh, enough to 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 pat him all the way into the White House, and he mm. doesn't have that. He, I don't think he really hates anybody, you know, except anybody who's like specifically wronged him or something. But other than that, and even that, he gets over it in five seconds. So I don't think yeah. he really. So I so I don't sense a maliciousness from him. Yeah, I think that the staff are the larger concern. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's still a really big thing, and I think maybe the thing that we better like. I mean, I like a friend of mine, uh, Ryan Woolman. He's you know he's, he's a gay man. He's in Canada. He's in Toronto, but he's you know he he feels a lot more things happening with a personal kind of benefit. Yeah, because he's, he's gay than I would, and so he's he's you know we understandably like like it. it the, the, the concerns of Americans uh, of certain sections hit him much harder than they're going to hit me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, you know, I'm not part of the group. Uh, so, you know, there's those things, the protections that are, that are sort of being going to be probably very probably stripped away, I guess a silver lining. And we talked about it before the pace of social change so far lately is that in the next four years, you know, stripping some of those out will just take us, take you pardon me um back maybe four years i mean unless abortion gets undone that's just a whole other thing but you know like there's so many of those things like well you know the bathroom predator stuff and the and the, and the kind of you know a lot of things that have been the last couple of years it's like those things are like um you know speed of like increasing geometrically right this pace yeah. of social change yeah and if they i'll get rid of those and then they're and then and then maybe it's like well things are still still okay but those people have lost those extra things that just got in the last couple of years, which isn't good by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not like, it's not like they're saying, well, we're going to remove the women's women's right to vote and that kind of, we're going to go back. Right. Decades. Right. Right. Although, but, uh, but you mentioned know, abortion. That does get re- that, that does repeal. That's, I mean, that's going to be that's like, a, it's going to be a, a, a rights. And not only will it be a human rights disaster, it'll be a, it'll be a, a public health disaster. It's, it. Oh yeah. It, it, the, the implications of, of that, are are uh, astounding um yeah also i just saw on, on the twitter feed here uh leonard cohen just died which is pretty sad oh but, no um yeah he's 82 he just yeah, died but yeah. that actually was it that's uh, that's now what's been but a minute ago this um the interim conservative party leader rona ambrose so the conservative party uh there's interim so there's gonna be an election for because you know we picked the party leader and then whoever gets the most uh seats or whatever uh gets you know they become the leader of the government right Parliamentary system. I bet you wish you had one of those oh, right now, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um anyway, so so this Kelly Lee, Lee why the hell, the one who who said we gotta get some of that Trump action. Um she's one of the candidates for the Conservative Party. And then the interim conservative leader uh is is apparently making a statement now that pursuing a carbon tax in Canada, you know, is an environmental protection thing, which Gary Johnson uh, told uh, psychedelic as well um, that apparently pursuing carbon tax now that Donald Trump uh, is now quote complete insanity, and this is a quote: "It's complete insanity that we would kneecap our own economy and put ourselves at a competitive disadvantage with a carbon tax across this country when we know that the Americans would never do that and have no plans to do that." So blast radius, you know, yeah. That is, uh, it's not just you, America. No, no, I know. Yeah, you, I know. You wield such power, and you just are blind to it in some ways. No. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, a lot of uh, but 
you know, I, I comforted my kids, right? So, uh, because, mm-hmm. again, we've been going through this whole fucking process with the assumption that there's no way this could really happen. Like, I always cautioned, oh, it's mm-hmm. possible. It's possible. Something could happen. Yep, sure could. Um, I, I, yeah. But it's not good. But it's not gonna. It's not gonna, right? And so uh, my kid is nervous. Toby, you know, last night he comes downstairs and, and, he, and he's like, I'm worried about what Donald Trump's going to do. And, like, a lot of that's our fault, right? Because we've been talking about him like yeah. he's this villain. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? And, and yeah, and, and catastrophizing. Uh, my friend um, on Facebook said, this must be how the racist felt eight years ago. And phrase is a joke, but absolutely yeah. true. And every single time there's an election, they're like, he, oh, my God, this is going to be this horrible thing. Worst case. And you do that to mobilize people, right? Yeah, but this, is, uh, this is about, another level of No, that. no, but, but I mean, you talk about, you know, you talk about... Um, like global warming, you get people's attention by saying this is the worst case in hopes that you don't get to the worst case. You know, uh, Rob Sawyer, I'm sure I've said on the show before, the uh, science fiction author said that, you know, science fiction authors don't um, try to predict the future. They try to prevent it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and so there's I think there's an element of that. And so I think certainly that the people who are against Trump are, are certainly falling in the trap of focusing on the worst possible case, understandably. Yeah. But it's the worst case doesn't typically happen. Although no, I did read but he, that the he average... exemplifies a lot of the worst cases. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So, I mean, we're not, I understand yeah, what I... you're saying and I, I completely get what you're saying and, and you're right to a certain extent, but, uh, there, there, are, but he embodies a lot of those extremes and he has boasted of those extremes and he has these people around him who exemplify those extremes. So, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I saw somewhere a while ago that I think 70% of campaign promises, um, on average, for presidents, uh, when they get in to try, oh, not yeah. successfully, yeah, but they yeah, actually yeah. try for. Mm-hmm. So, 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 I mean, the defense that he's not going to do any of these things is probably not true. Then again, he's a pretty, he, he's a bit of an outlier in general. I, and I'm trying not to re sort of retrodict my uh, my memories too much there, but I feel like I was I was like the reason I was feeling comfortable uh, that, tr- that Clinton was going to win was because of the polling. But I completely understand why he why Trump won. Yeah. Uh, and I certainly, I believe I am on record as saying from the immediate, or as soon as he announced, like, yep, he's going to get it. I understand his appeal. Yeah. He's going to do really well. And it's one of those things where it's like, don't fucking announce it. Cause it's like, you know, that cat's out of the bag kind of thing. And yeah. So those things where as soon as you, as soon as you say it, it's like, oh my God, it's one of those ideas that's so obvious in right. retrospect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the genius yeah. idea is like, oh fuck. Don't, oh, it's too late. He said it. Shit. You know, like yeah. <laughs> kind of thing, but Oh, back to that idea of, of catastrophizing. Um, yeah. Because we are talking to our kids about this, and Toby brought it up again at dinner again tonight. And um, and the message that I've been giving, and I don't know if I believe it, but the message I've been giving is, uh, okay, he is a man we definitely don't like. We did not want him to be president, and we are all sad about this. Um, but uh, he is just someone that we disagree with. We think he is going to make some bad decisions. But he is not a supervillain like from one of your TV shows. He is not like uh, – I'm trying to think of who, who the supervillains are on his shows, and I can't think of them right now. But he's not someone who's out to get us. He's not someone who's, who's no. going to go and try to hurt us. He's not evil. He's just someone who we think has the wrong idea about things. So we are sad. Mm-hmm. We, are, we are very disappointed. But you don't have to worry, kids. Because um, no one's going to do anything to, to us or anything like that. But as I'm saying that, I'm also thinking, well, no one's going to do anything to us because we're Cause, a bunch yeah. of white people in Maine. 
Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah. Mean, there's a spike in hate crimes like the last exactly. Two days. Yeah. So and and so. so as I'm saying this to my son, and I'm glad I'm able to say it to him and and mean that part because I do think you know uh, there there may be bad times ahead in in some form for us, but it's not going to be to the same degree that millions of other people who are you know malign minorities and things like this are are, are probably going to face people who are in dire straits uh, economically, yeah. people who are of different. You know what I mean? The whole the whole and I, the whole list. I, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think like President Trump, which is still I know. weird to say that, uh, he um, like for him, he's probably already shifted in his head away from this kind of stuff. And I even apparently didn't agree with that. But but like he's not the one to be worried about, like, because he, right. he's going to probably just stop saying, hey, let's deport people. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not necessary. Like he sold the car. He didn't need to keep saying hey talking about the engine or whatever right but there are all these people who are taking it seriously yeah and, and the people who's going to employ too is, is part of the problem because yeah. if it were him yeah. because i always did get the sense especially from the early republican debates where someone would bring up like a questioner would bring up something like trump you used to say that single-payer health care was a good idea you used to say that we uh, should be mm. insuring people who are in this situation in that situation and he'd be like yeah why wouldn't we we're not gonna let somebody die you know and, and so there was like this his his more, default yeah, response was in the early days. His default response was not "let's kill everybody." It you know it it was um, yeah. no. Why would you be so shitty to people? Um, so yeah, so that that would be the best case. Is he goes back to his basically democratic leanings that he's kind of always had. But and he's just like. But yeah. but the problem is that he's going to employ people who think the opposite, and I don't think he I as in the same way that I don't think he cares. Uh, about these right-wing positions that he's talked about. I also don't think he is going to be, like, monitoring what everybody else is doing and saying, like, oh, hey, Arapayo, don't be uh, rounding up Muslims in camps. You know, I just don't... Like, he's not going to lift a finger to help anybody either, I think is the problem. Uh, yeah, so even if the yeah. best-case scenario is that he kind of just uh, decides he's going to go along with a with a fairly, you know, moderate conservative bent or something like that, I don't, I don't see him uh, standing up for anyone. Put it that way. I don't think he's standing up for anybody who needs it. I was gonna say he stand up for people as it is advantageous to him, but he just got mm-hmm. in on a candidate, you know, on the campaign of doing the opposite of that. So right. the, the you know the I think I mentioned uh, the, the one person who was saying, "Hey, um, the Republican Party has just died." And it's like, are you fucking insane? <laughs> they got everything they wanted, yeah, everything and they, they wanted. just got shown that they could. Um, I mean, to to paraphrase Trump, like their candidate very nearly went and shot someone in the, in the middle of the square. You yeah. know, like he did everything yeah. in the world. I mean, he's he's. The, the guy who's going to be a president in um, 18 days is to going to court for a RICO charge. And to be clear, that is this, the RICO racketeering statute is what they put mobsters away with. Yep. Oh, and he's also You're, got the uh, 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 rape of a minor charge. No, that was withdrawn, actually. It was? That was withdrawn a, yeah, that was withdrawn a couple days ago. Like uh, the 6th. I didn't know. There's a lot of news flying around. Oh, God. She was gonna. She was gonna do a, a press conference where she right. outed herself just by name, but she got death threats, so she oh, she withdrew that. And like two days later, she withdrew that. There were some people, and I, it's hard to tell what's true or not. But a bunch of people were saying that, you know, speculating that it, it was a hoax because, of course, they're gonna speculate that. But then also, she didn't have any real physical evidence for it, um, apparently, or something. Of the death yeah, of the Daily Mail, does. Said, but I mean, they claim to have interviewed her, but. So that that isn't a thing. But then Ugh. again, to be fair to that, to be fair to that charge, um, Epstein, uh, who's who is purportedly the person who this happened with, um, the billionaire who is a registered level three or four sex offender, the charges have also been leveled against Bill Clinton, basically in identical circumstances. Mm-hmm. And we all say, "Oh, that's insane." 
when you're saying, oh, Bill Clinton didn't just fly to his sex, uh, his sex island and just have sex with all sorts of minors. That's stupid. Right. So if we're going to be that critical about that, we have to say the same thing about Trump. Yeah, like, yeah. okay. But I don't, I don't feel so good about Bill Clinton's history either. Um, no, but I'm just saying, like, the, if the, you know, people have dismissed the Clinton accusation. Yeah. So it's like, okay. I mean, it could be, if it's true, then he's an asshole, obviously. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but I mean, as far as the sort of reflexive um, consideration of it. Um, uh, but you know, she won the popular vote and technically speaking, it would be unprecedented, I believe in the history of the nation, but she can still be president. Actually. I, I assume you're aware of the mechanism by which this could work. Uh, hold on. December, December 19th, the electors. Oh, vote. so you're saying you can have a whole bunch of 24 states that were not, they're not legally bound to vote the way that they were. Right. Um, right. The, the electors. So technically speaking, they could, they could become faithless. Electors this is how vote Bernie could finally get elected, man. Come no, on. No, oh, well, no, no, I don't think it's going to happen because that would open <laughs> terrible floodgates and a horrible precedent. Oh, yeah. uh, and I don't think it should happen. Right. Because the Renegade is like, well, the next time they, if you don't like it, well, then, then all they bets just, are off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, all bets are off. But it, it, comparing the Bernie thing to this thing, this thing actually, you know, depending on the on the composition of the electors, right? Because there's already one elector who said one or two in like Washington who was Washington something who said, said he's he not going to vote for Bernie. Yeah, not going to vote for her. So there's even in selection, there's like there's a very few uh, instances of that in the history of the nation. But technically, uh, it could happen. And it also highlights how much of a farce the whole year and a half has been. Um, and it really has been, hasn't it? Uh, when you, when you think about it, <laughs> both like, a year and a half and a farce. All the, <laughs> all the effort, all the pain, all the work, all the messaging, all the uh, opposition research dumps, uh, all the scandals, all the non-scandals, the debates, yep. I mean, the debates. Like, yeah, uh, none of it mattered at all. No, uh, and the oh, but billions of dollars are spent. I posted a link to the the article. It's a change.org petition to um to get the electors to be faithless electors. I, I'd heard about it elsewhere, but it was just thing. And then a friend of mine just responded. Uh, so really, the vote is just a poll. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like just yeah, gentle guidance. <laughs> it's like if you don't mind here's how we um, like and there was a there's an episode of uh, adam ruins everything we're talking about the electoral uh well the election system in america and the electoral college was one chunk of it if you haven't seen adam ruins everything it's very fun mm. uh adam conover have you seen i've you not seen any of it yeah uh, you've you, talked you, about you it before but it. i've not seen okay it. Uh, and it was just uh the the he said that in one election when john Kerry was running one of the electors voted for john ewards <laughs> um so you know <laughs> <laughs> well you have to laugh <laughs> oh god i think it might be the first time i've laughed about this the entire time uh, i have so many um, other questions i have so many questions uh i thought about this at dinner today what does john roberts chief justice of the supreme court think of donald trump will he will he try to be like whoever he appoints and be like uh i think i need to be an anchor against the crazy that will now happen or see i don't know like i have a I feeling that john roberts is someone who would not like donald trump i have a feeling but i i don't know clarence thomas yeah. probably does like it uh, we all make the assumption that yeah that until we know like i've said before i think that you start with a copy of someone uh, yourself in someone's head or, yeah you know, yeah copy, and then you just kind of change it over time um, I've seen a number of charts of the like, here's who voted and here's 49% who didn't vote. So this is why Hillary lost people. And 
it's like, but everyone looks at that chart. Gary Johnson would look at that chart and be, oh, we could have got 50%. Yeah, of course. Hillary Clinton's like, we got a 72. And it's like, you know, from a statistical perspective, you're doing like a study and you get about 60% of a population. You are considered like that's you're not going to get better than that, right. right? Like, <laughs> it's a good sample. You know, it's like, there, yeah, exactly. There's no reason to think that in a sample that size that it's going to be. I mean, now in the case of like a million fewer people or three million people for Clinton, there's going to be some, you know, maybe. But the problem is, but people who didn't get. But it. it's the electoral college again, right? Because yeah. she wins the popular vote, of course. But that's because she's running up the numbers in California, and New York State. You know, yeah. where it doesn't fucking matter. Um, or yeah. or she comes close in Arizona, which she did, or she comes close in Georgia, which she did, which is amazing. But uh, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because it's still going to stay red. Um, she run up. Yeah. She ran up numbers in Texas. Um, so uh, it, it, in that case, it, it 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 that kind of thing doesn't doesn't matter be, be, be because the Electoral College favors these rural, tiny, low population states that have outsized influence. On who yeah. gets to pick the president, uh, and and the fact that it didn't change after the two thousand election, and that's when I was working for Fair Vote, you know, and and there was a real thought that like, okay, we can get this national popular vote thing going, um, and that it never, and we we got states to pass but, the compact. There were a few states that pa- I think what is it like ten or so states now have passed it, but not enough mm-hmm. to, yeah. to make the flip. Well, I mean, the problem with that is you, the people in power have to be the ones to do it. But the people in power benefit from it, and even if they're not yeah. malicious, it's still like, well, it doesn't really matter. And now, now like, Trump and now himself said it. Completely entrenched for Republicans. Yeah, Trump Republicans himself will was never like, well, the, yeah, well, the primaries were rigged, but I won, so I don't care. Right. And I mean, that's. That's that's everyone. That's us. Mm-hmm. That's you and I in, no, in yeah, that situation. Yeah. We would be a lot less motivated to do so. That's true. Um, people people are are getting upset at various world leaders for not basically telling Trump to shove it. Uh, people are getting upset at Justin Trudeau, who wrote a kind of possibly passive aggressive note, just saying like, you know, look forward to continuing to work, you know, to be like such an important partner with with America because we share so many values and stuff. Which you could read as him being like, don't fucking change, dipshit. But people are reading as like, I'm so disappointed in Trudeau. He didn't like stick to it. What him. is he fucking supposed and it's to like, do? I know. It's like, oh, you want him to just like pull out of NAFTA or like say, hey, screw you. We're not going to be your largest trading partner ever. Because like, unfortunately, really everybody, effect. Trump is now going to be the most powerful person on fucking earth. So, I mean, if yeah, you want And not even like afraid of him, but it's like he's got to worry about Canadians too, right? Yes. Like, it's like hey, guys, uh, I prefer to not have a crumbling economy. Thanks. Let's. Um, yeah, it's, it's China and Russia are the only ones right now who can have any kind of like, you know, chest bump up, you know, and be like, yeah. and, 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 you know, not kind of uh, uh, bow down a little bit, not bow down, but they just can't, you can't do that. You can't, you can't do that shove it America thing or shove it Trump. I mean, and He's going to be the president. And he hasn't done anything yet. And he hasn't done anything Like yet. he hasn't in like, to be, I've, I've seen a bunch of people doing the uh, not my president. And uh, if any of you people are listening, and by you people, I just mean people using the hashtag and saying not my president. It's like, yes, she, uh, Clinton won the popular vote, but that's not how the presidency is decided in works. your country. And, you and she knows Look that. it up. Look it up. Right. Um, and that's like, how she ran the campaign, civic... too, right? Because she knows yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. she was just like, oh, I won the popular vote. What happened? How come I'm not president? Like, that's not yeah. how it works. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, in a number of years, she could probably reflect on it like that and say, yeah, it would be really cool if we could reform this because then more votes would matter. But you can't do it now because right. it would be what it would be. It would be self-serving. Um, but it, it, if any, anyone uh, listening to this is going to be like doing the not my president hashtag, 
go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Because um, um, you can say that he doesn't represent you as a person. That's fine. You know, but he's right. still and the it's president. Like it, if if you, it's a, uh, I've been tweeting a lot as Moss Puppet, and I was like, I wonder what the Venn diagram of the people who were criticizing Republicans for saying not my president for eight years. <laughs> Uh, and the people who are now saying it about Trump. I wonder what that Venn diagram looks like. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, here, here's circle. the worst part for me. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's a circle. In election night and like the day after, the thing that I think upset me the most, um, other than the fact of Trump being elected, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and on Twitter, I mean, which is where most of my thinking occurs, yeah. um, <laughs> were the liberals who were maybe Bernie supporters or whatever who are rubbing in our face. Who are saying like, oh, good, good job picking that establishment candidate, guys. Oh, well, I guess you had to get that experience candidate, right? Oh, you really had to have that one. That was really important. Um, that that kind of and and I've and I've seen it over and over yeah. again. And people who I really really uh, like and respect a lot, I've had to mute mm-hmm. because of this <laughs> smugness. Right. Of like right. like you know what I understand and and one person tried to justify it to me. Um, so again, who I really like. Uh, who and I don't like many people. Um, no, she, I know she was just. Justifi- you don't even like me. Oh You're God, just no. Tolerating, yeah, me please. For the part of the, for um, terms of the show, yeah. Could you stop talking for a second? Um, but- <laughs> <laughs> could you stop talking for ninety minutes, Brian? Seriously. I'm trying to record the show. Um, <laughs> she uh, and, and I pointed this out. I was like, you know, I had to mute this person. And I'm like, can you can you stop rubbing it in our face? And 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 she was saying that we have to learn from this though we have we have to get the point across of whatever mm. point it is she was trying to make about like who he nominated and how it all works and everything and you know and so her position her you know her her reasoning was that we need to wake up and and i'm thinking like yes but we're mourning right now we're grieving um, and we're not gonna I, yeah. I can't learn anything right now like maybe you have a point to make, write it in an essay and show it to me next week. But you don't need to like I don't need a flood of like, well, good job, guys, tweets and stuff like that. And you know what? I I don't even know that their core uh, premise is accurate. Um, I was wondering the other day, or I guess there's not that many days since the election happened, but would it feels Trump like a long time. Obama doesn't it? in an election? Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. Well, my question is, the one thing I was expecting, because you made a weird kind of sound there when I think you were saying it seems like a long time, but you sounded gremlin-like. I think the audience Oh, oh what, I, what I said was, it feels like weeks ago. Yeah, it sounded like you were like, it feels like weeks. <laughs> it was so weird. But it, but it does, doesn't uh, it? It doesn't feel like the last... I mean, yeah, maybe no, it, it doesn't does, it does, you because you're does. in Canada and you're in a different universe. No, look, hey, man, it... Excuse me. It hits us. I mean, I came, I got home from the... Like, Maddie woke up. I was like on my way home from the gym, and she's like, Trump won? And a text message, and she's like, oh, God, I'm scared. And she was like, you know, she was kind of, her eyes were a little red when I got home. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, but the question was, would Trump have beat Obama? No. I kind of, I wouldn't be, I don't know. I mean, who, I would hope not. It doesn't matter, I guess. It's an intellectual exercise. But. The reason I think no is because of those raw turnout numbers. Because... Uh, the number of people who came out to vote for Obama were was much larger um, than those who came to. vote I guess it for depends on either on when. I guess it depends if we're talking like when he was when in two thousand eight or let's let's or two thousand twelve or hypothetical two thousand sixteen if the amendment had never been passed right. so preventing a third term. Um, because then question. you're dealing with 
if you're because you, you're dealing then with the difference between the economy and the people like well bush sucks and i saw some article oh this is a great opportunity for the democrats because you can take the country back in four years like go fuck yourself yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of suffering potentially in four years it's, it's not like an a really shitty four years oh yeah, oh yeah. god and you know the thing that really fucking scares me and i don't and maybe this is just paranoid uh or hyperbolic or something but but i can't help but go to the place and it's a conspiracy thing right it's consp- it's like but i can't help but go to the place of like are they gonna let us have elections in four years you know um are they are they are they gonna are they gonna let us mm-hmm. are they gonna let us unseat him in four years will he step down yeah. if he's beaten in four years uh and that's as i say it out loud it sounds ridiculous but this is a ridiculous but people said the same thing about bush People said the same thing about Bush on the left and on the right. People have been saying that about Obama for eight years. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. So, but there's definitely a difference. Um, in uh, in and I mean, yeah. I mean, put it this way: I would take George W. Bush in a heartbeat over this guy. Uh, oh yeah, sure, of course. Oh, I guess the the benefit of this is Keith Olbermann's going to be amazing for the next four years. <laughs> I know. Holy fuck! <laughs> like Maddie and I have been watching him on television just in the closer. Oh god. Yeah, I haven't oh, watched so MSNBC beautiful. primetime shows for like five years because I just got sick of the whole thing, right? And yeah. and then suddenly today I'm like, I need Rachel and Lawrence O'Donnell right now. <laughs> so I I may have to subscribe to cable again. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I don't care about that. It's just because he has the GQ or whatever, uh, the closer as a special correspondent. Yeah, you, oh, you I love watched. The, oh, I love the them. Yeah, I love them. Oh God, so um, glad he's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 yeah. His anger is is so wonderful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's delightful. It's delightful. I, I I hope there's not a new secret police that forms that. I know. This is what I'm worried about, um, right? I mean, these are like the the again. These are the hyperbolic paranoid things, right? But but. I and I can't help but go there. No, I it's like, are we going to be like and, really and, and monitored? Sh- are like, uh, you know, and, are, are people going to see like, you know, those those guys yeah. who do that thinkery podcast that nobody listens to? They sure say a lot of <laughs> shitty things about us. You know, we want, I we don't want know. very slightly less. Yeah. Um, well, but that's the thing. It should be a teaching moment because every kind of every single catastrophe we're imagining has been imagined by people on the other side, and it's real to them. And the people, the people are saying like, this is not my America. This is not America. It's like, yes, oh, it is. Really, fucking you is. You don't know. You don't know what America is. Most people don't because it's like you people don't even know what Star Trek is. There, there are as many versions of Star Trek as there are people who have watched it, if not many, many more. Right? right? <laughs> uh, because it's like no, but but I mean, if you think of what Star Trek is, it's not a single episode. It's this sort of aggregate in your head of the bits you like without the bits you don't like, and just like oh, I I really love like I think of Deep Space Nine. I tend to think of the sequence when when they were taking back Deep Space Nine and they had the big war sequences and those episodes are great that's such a small part of the show right, that's not right. what the ethos of the show is yeah, yeah. it's just those are like the cool bits that i remember and it's like and i was thinking that the 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 notion of like most people probably in america would agree that america uh, like the exceptional part of it is the sort of um um not the like the pursuit of like the sort of land of opportunity right mm-hmm. but that as a label is about as useful as describing a person as atheist mm-hmm Right, because yeah, yeah. like uh, Ted Cruz's land of opportunity is to establish a theocracy, mm-hmm. and and your land of opportunity is just to have a good life with your kids and your wife, and you know and whatever. And uh, and and, and uh, Trump's is just to make a lot of money and have people like love him, mm-hmm. and you know and, and and the idea of just that like so it's like well this is what these people think and this is not like you're showing you're out of touch 
if you're saying this is not my America, this is not what America is. It's like, it is absolutely what it is. And uh, I said it, I believe the minute he ran, it's like, yep, Trump is Walmart America. Yeah. Um, better better is, phrased they, as, this is not the America that we ought to be, uh, that we should be aspiring right. so to pe- be. Pe- but, but even that's wrong, right? Because then what's the aspiration? Because the right is like, finally, we get... We we have four more years to be the American. Well, you're making a moral equivalence though between these two. No, no, positions, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about a subjective perspective on what even those terms mean. Uh-huh. That's what I'm. That's all I'm doing. I'm not saying that they're objectively like one case is better because I mean I think the sort of progressive case where people aren't being hurt is better than the opposite one. Right. I just mean from the perspective of like people on all sides of the spectrum for all. So okay, yeah, I don't understand. So you're so granted, like yeah. both sides have their interpretations of what of what that means, and I guess what I'm saying mm-hmm. is our side is right, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that when I say I mean we should be saying this, point, but... this is not the America I want us to be, and we should aspire yes. to something different. That that my version of that is correct, and the Trump voters is wrong is what I is. is and I guess the, I guess the hope is not too many people die, and and in four years you get to sort of steer the ship a little God, differently I right i mean that's kind of what the history of it is right I hope they let us you go left and go right and you well yeah but okay i mean you do have a history of armed insurrection when uh, required um i mean you're liberal pansies you're not gonna pick up a gun but... yeah we're not good at that but um we were talking about bernie sanders i know we probably wrap up soon because it's getting long yeah, I gotta but, go, yeah. um yeah the, the the bernie sanders thing it's like as i from rubbing in your face it's like i don't know i feel like clinton's Aside from the FBI doing the breathtaking, absolutely breathtaking, trying to juke the election, yeah. which who knows if it actually made much of an impact. I feel like it did, but who knows? Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like, fucking. Um, but aside from that, like she had a clear momentum and excitement after her handling of Trump in the debates mm-hmm. and ignoring the fact that the neo-Nazis are not going to vote for the Jew. <laughs> and, and if you're which is like something i say that and people are like ha 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 but it's like like motherfuckers they're they're white supremacists and he's a jew like right. i'm sorry she was she's christian so at the very least well she's christian uh, he's male like he's, he's he's male but he's a communist as far as they're concerned sure he's an atheist as far as they're sure. concerned he's a jew like i i don't i don't and this and he's a and, crazy and grumpy old a, man He's a crazy group of he had it and he had higher favorables among those groups when the polling happened before the smear campaign because right. they didn't think he was probably worthy of the smear campaign. Oh yeah. If anything, they were propping him up so they could further damage Hillary. Exactly. And I mean people were like, Oh, Hillary Clinton being all duplicitous by propping Trump up and it's like, Well, that made the most sense actually. Oh yeah. Um, because that's a, it was a smart play. Um Well, we thought it was. And then well, it would have been if the media actually shut the fuck up over the emails. Yeah. Like, he just... And it was one that, like... Well, you talk about Conway for a while, but the way that she gish gallops, even, like, Anderson Cooper, I watched an interview, and she's it's like, well, what do you think about this? Well, I think that Hillary Clinton is this, and then she'll say one at the end of this long sentence, one thing, but, like, I think that's terrible, and then Anderson Cooper's like, yeah, that's terrible, but what about this thing that Trump did? And then she would repeat it. Yeah. So that she would never say anything, and all that happens is Anderson Cooper's like, yeah, I agree that Hillary Clinton is bad. Which drives like us nuts, but works. Because then but that's works. the thing I mean, that sticks. The, yeah. So I'm, yeah, but 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 yeah, Sanders is like after months of, of of the GOP haranguing him with easy targets, like oh, you don't believe in God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And Donald Trump is not a good Christian, but he would at least profess to be yeah, one. He's playing the role. Um, yeah. 
and so, but if you if you see like, oh, Trump and like the, the the white supremacist people, they're like, okay, they're both populists. They're both like, hey, we need to kick things up a notch. This one guy's rich. This other guy's a Jew, though. Why would I pick the Jew? I'm gonna pick the rich guy. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't buy that as as a as a thing. Um, I just don't like. Know. I don't think. I just don't imagine he would. But but also in the debates, was the point I was making. Mm. Um, do you really think? Like, I, I do really feel like in the GOP debates, the reason Trump won is he made them look foolish because they didn't realize the game that was being played, mm-hmm. right? That they didn't they didn't realize that they weren't, he, Trump wasn't at a presidential debate. Right. He was on television. Exactly. Right? Like, and, and Clinton knew the game. And Clinton was like, whatever, whatever young man, like whatever little boy, mm-hmm. you just go play in your sandbox or whatever. Yep. And that made him so angry. But, but do you think Bernie would have been able to do that? He, I feel like his hair is always angry. Like his hair is befuddled <laughs> all the time. I, I, I mean, maybe he would have been really, really politic about it, but I feel like he would have got upset visibly, and he would have. Yeah, he would have done what Bernie does. Voters. Yeah, he would get angry. He would just he, he, he hits this. Yeah, he gets this tone like I'm angry about this thing, and and yeah. uh, that's that's. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe but maybe. Uh, it mean, also might have been more appealing because there was something that roused people about that particular mode of communication, made people you know. Uh, uh, crazy for him so mm-hmm. uh, maybe i just i don't believe me i i uh i don't want to have to eat crow on the bernie thing if i don't have to you know i'm meeting enough crow as it is um <laughs> and i'm full but uh but i but this is making me question the you know ironically this this election up to election day has been the mm-hmm. one where i've been the absolute best at predicting the outcomes of i i feel like I, i'm at the, the 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 at a level of maturity and and political and politically seasoned at this point that i can yeah. that i can kind of feel these dynamics out and and take a, a better guess at them than i have been able to in the past you know uh, four mm-hmm. eight ten years but um yeah but also, just, now i feel like right. it's all up in the air now i just don't feel like yeah. i understand anything and uh i i i mean i do now understand what happened I mean, it, mm-hmm. it is, does make logical sense. Not enough people were interested in Hillary, and and there were a lot of white people who were really turned on by the dumbass monosyllabic message of Donald Trump. I understand it, um, mm-hmm. but it now makes me think that I now don't understand the larger uh, the larger political picture as it exists. I mean, there might it might be something that everyone just thought she was going to win, so a bunch of people didn't show up. Too right, like that could have been one of those things. It didn't feel as. Yeah. I mean, I assume that the, the perception that it was, um, you know, uh, uh, the not industry. You know, what's the word? The um, I don't know. The complaint. The complaint that she was just part of the entrenched organization. So it was oh, just yeah, the yeah. Um, uh, that versus itself. So yeah. that fewer people cared. Like it didn't. Like their vote didn't matter. or Whatever. Right. Right. Also, I, I'm annoyed on behalf of pollsters because everyone's like, well, I guess polls don't matter, right? It's like no, 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 no. Seriously, the 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 problem is a none of them were wrong unless they ascribed a hundred percent possible, you know, mm-hmm. chance. These are just guesses based on limited, in, incomplete data sets. The problem is, as, as uh, I believe Stephen said earlier, is that like they were oh, they perhaps overconfident in their inputs, and and the takeaway should be we need to America need to get better at polling all of the groups because quite frankly Johnson was supposed to get fifteen goddamn percent. Right, right, right. 
and, uh, and and hey, you cost Florida, and you didn't even get your fucking five percent. Didn't even get a fucking five percent. Yeah. You failed on every level. On every single you, fucking level. You, you asshole. Dope head. Um, Hot headed asshole. <laughs> and uh, Nate Silver in their uh, that podcast, uh, they were saying that you know, and this and this actually makes really brings the point home. It's like it when when we went into election day, it was a two point race. That's not, mm-hmm. you know, that's a tie. That's a tie. When yeah. you go into election day and it's a two point race. Uh, the slightest reverberation in one direction or another is going to change it. And, 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 I mean, in that regard, it was bang on in terms of the voting numbers. Yeah. She still won. Like, she won by that. Yeah. I mean, people going, she won. It's like, no, I mean, she yeah. got, she won the election. Yeah. Yeah, she's but, got, like, a percentage point win in the popular vote. Yeah. 200,000 more. I think the only larger difference in terms of absolute votes is Bush Gore. 500,000? 500,000, yeah. Why do I know all these things about your election? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know shit about yours. Yeah. I'm a, I, I know, because, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not really much reason to, uh, okay. frankly. No. Well, we, we, we're okay. Well, actually, you will now assume we got our stupid, well, because we were a few, couple of years, three years away from the next election. But in the meantime, we might have to get the, um, worry about the conservative people i was mentioning earlier i think our system allows a little more leeway or in terms of or warning time i guess yeah yeah and for, but it means you're just, you're just not going to do that much damage you know you, you might no, fuck things also, up for yourselves we but have, we're, we're going to be fine as far as you're also, concerned you could, yeah and also because of the nature of the system we could we could oust the leader of the party without totally making everything crazy yeah right you can't just like the republicans can't just remove trump and replace him with another republican right we have that flexibility right right yeah for good or ill i guess we're in for um, some darkness <laughs> yeah there's no way it's going to be good Goddamn. put it that way there's no way the next four years are going to be good uh, you know what would be cool though if he actually turned out to be a good president i hope to god hope to god uh, and that's an expression you don't believe course. in a god so that's yeah, no, kind of I a know, shitty I, expression these, for you. These are, these i hope are, to nothing these are cliches. <laughs> these are, you know, uh, yeah, well, boy, yeah. boy, do I hope boy. Oh God. I would love nothing more than to be completely fucking wrong about this guy. And, uh, he, he goes I, like, ha, I, had I, him yeah. all fooled. Let's go fix the country. Yeah. The, the, the best case I think is that he just doesn't care enough to push any of the things forward. Cause like, whatever. Yeah. I'm president. God, I hope he finds a heart. Um, I hope he finds a heart. That's, that's really, like if he doesn't, if he does nothing, the jobs will continue to increase. The deficit will go down, and he can just be like taking credit for that. Yeah, but the, the thing is, uh, I mean, it's not going to happen. But that, right, but the, know, e- even in that best case scenario, he signs he signs everything that the Republican Congress sends him, and yeah, the game over. Yeah, <sighs> God, I'm depressed. Unless he, you know, unless he gets it in his head that he wants to be remembered as a good president. You know what I mean? That's interesting. Like he gets that in his head that yeah. that's like a thing that he needs to do, and then he's like, "Well, look, I owe nothing to the Republican. I don't need." He to does owe to nothing them. to them. He owes them absolutely he does. nothing. So if he gets it in his head, he'd be like, "Fuck you! I I did this on my own." And that's actually ultimately, aside from seeing Kelly and Conway's smug face, um, or Alex Jones being more smug. Although I said this even before you came on, uh, which I guess you'll get in my audio, um, that I had a momentary hope that Alex Jones would actually go away because he would be happy. That they got rid of the globalist agenda. Oh right, and then he'd be like, "I don't need to. I don't need to yell anymore." Yeah, I'm done. I'm gonna but, go to uh, that's not happening yeah. apparently. But I think the worst case, it, it, the worst thing ultimately, and this may be a good button, is that his view of himself and the his place in the world was validated. Mm-hmm. And even worse than that is, it didn't need to be. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I know what you mean. 
Uh, here's where you should add in taps. Just play taps. Right <laughs> I might. I might. <laughs> All right. I'm going to end it there. I got to go. You guys broke the goddamn planet. I'm so sorry. Sorry.